Shalom and welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. My name is Carl Whitehead and today I am going to continue on talking about the word Corbin and dissecting, as you could say, the the makeup of this word and particularly with the letter. So in previous podcasts we've talked about the letter Kuf. And we've talked about letter Rish. So now we're going to talk about the letter Bet. So firstly, let's I want to consider consider a verse to sort of lay the groundwork for what this letter is doing here. Because in in my previous podcast, I made the statements that we can see how the act of becoming holy is about choice and that any any person can approach because remember the the word korban the word for offering comes from the root word karev or karav which means karav the verb he approached so it's 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 fundamental nature its fundamental purpose this korban is to facilitate approaching near to god and that there, when we do this, we need to realize that, of course, there must be protocol. There is a, there must be, within us, a, a choice. We must come to a place of choosing that first we are going to approach. Then, by faith, we have to believe that we can approach. And because we've gone through these the stage of these stages of making a decision to approach, we are required to ask, how can I approach? Am I able to approach? So there's these, there's an element of faith here, and there's an element of intellect. Because what we are doing is we are choosing to engage with our intellect and cognitively move towards God. And this act alone facilitates the process of becoming holy. Let me, let me first just point something out to you that King David says in Psalm 36, 9, because he says this amazing statement. He says, they will be sated by the, from the abundance of your house and from the stream of your delights, you give them to drink. So this is Psalm 36, verse 9. And the reason I bring this psalm up is because it's the element of faith that engages with us to inspire us towards something. And this is the nature of bringing an offering. We are inspired to move towards something. And the reason we're moving towards something, which in this instance is the house of God, is because we believe that there is, there is provision there for us to encounter and to experience relationship with God on a different level. And so he's talking about that the, the nature of what happens when we're in his house. So what do we infer from the presence of the letter bet in this word? Firstly, we have by now established the function of facilitating an intellectual response to God's desire for us to approach and draw near to him. Now, why is this so important? 
Because God desires intelligent discourse. And where is this discourse ultimately to take place? Of course, it's within his house. Now, this is the thing that fascinated me so much about the letter Bets. And when we, we need to juxtapose, juxtapose this with the letter Aleph. The letter Aleph implies the attribute of faith. The letter Bet infers the attribute of intellect. The two have to work together because it's the it's the journey of growth towards being mature in our Father's house. We start out just having to learn how to just accept and come to terms with the things that we are encountering because of what God puts in front of us. But the ultimate goal, because we've and we've got to confront this, the ultimate goal that I believe that God has in his heart and his desire for us is the desire for relationship where conversation is able to take place on a high level. So this is why the letter bet is here. This letter facilitates the passage of faith towards knowing and provides the environment that allows us to become aware of the resources that are made available to us when we choose to approach and make our abode within his house. Again, there's so much in this about the element of free will. It's just it's just beautiful. It's a beautiful way of looking at this. So, so what I love about how bet function functions in this word is the introduction of this future perspective, this future tense, this 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 tension about what is to come. So it's it's amazing how faith and hope partner together to inspire a heart to move towards something, to move towards knowing, to, to grab a hold of the word and to un allow it to unpack its promise and the way it talks to us to transform and to, sorry, to increase our capacity to see more, to hear more, to know more, and to therefore engage with more. It's, it's such a wonderfully beautiful, vibrant way of understanding the way relationship works with God. So remember that all this is to empower us to believe that we can approach or draw near because God has provided the mechanism by which all this can happen. And, I mean, and this to me, this is this is the kiss of heaven. Holiness via the redemptive process, so that we can learn how to abide with Him in His house. Now, this is, and here is something that I just want to quickly introduce, not talk about too much, but this, the way that this language functions is it always it it introduces us in the beginning to the 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 concept of how the end functions. So the end of the matter is in the nature of the beginning. The original idea contains the result. The final result contains the initial notion. And this is why 
the letter Kuf is here, and we've talked about this at great length, that the issue of holiness. If we want to talk about holiness in regards to the function of holiness is to is to be set apart or set aside for the the express purpose of being with God, to being in that environment where everything else just falls away. The distraction, the the whatever is confronting us or worrying us or the, the burden of our natural existence, all that moves aside. It's it's it it's no longer relevant in the environment of holiness. And I think that's a very important concept because everything I've been talking about so far is the capacity for discourse, the capacity for conversation to to allow and be in that place, that set apart place where it's just God and I. It's just us and God. That we've approached and come near through faith, believing in the mechanism that God has placed in our pathway through the redemptive process to come into this place of wonder, wonder and awe, where God begins to show us the things that facilitate more capacity for relationship with him. And the way we talk with him just changes. Now, I want to show you something very beautiful because it's it really is about his house. So this the central pillar of this word is is if we look at just the resh and the bet, the central the two central pillars of this word is the the capacity for us to choose to come into his house because his house is open to us because the way of holiness has been provided to us. So this this idea of holiness is the beginning because it is the end result. It's the 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 the, the reality of us being with him without restriction. So let let's turn to an amazing verse, which really is one of the central verses when we engage with the letter bet. And we find this in Yeshia. 56 verse 7. So that's Isaiah 56 7. Now listen to what it says here. This is a very famous verse. So let me just quickly read it for you in the English. These I will bring to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Now we talked about this earlier in, in other podcasts, this, that this is the facility of approaching made available to all humanity. I just, I just love this verse. I'd, I'd love to spend more time unpacking it. Um, but of course, we're going to run out of time. But just, I want you to stop and think about this. Stop and think about what this verse is saying and how this really is. This this is the future tense. This is Isaiah bringing bringing a high and lofty prophecy about what awaits those who choose to draw near to God, putting aside their their preconceived ideas of how to do it and 
committing in their hearts to finding his way, to, to getting his perspective, allowing his word to open up the, the gateways and the doorways that facilitate our entry into his house. It's not about how we think it can be done. It's always, it always, always, always must come back to what is God's point of view? What is his perspective? Why has he taken so much effort, made so much effort to make his word available to us so that we can study it and invest ourselves into it and engage and embrace and immerse ourselves in the living nature of it so that it can move us through faith to knowing. Through faith to knowing. Because he has a place for us. A place of, of absolute unity where we can exist in the bliss and the wonder Again, go back to what I was talking about at the beginning of this, where we talked about Psalm 36, verse 9. And from the stream of your light, delights from the stream, (laughs) that place of Eden, you know, you give them to drink. That's what's waiting for us. That's what's in this house of prayer. It's amazing how it all just comes together in such a beautiful tapestry. And I mean, a lot, and this is just a the beginning of a conversation about what the letter bet is doing here in this word. But doesn't it inspire us? It inspires us to realize that it's through the offerings of our mouth, it's through the offerings of our heart, the way we turn our breath towards Him. That's why He says this: is He He calls it what a house of prayer, a bet to filah, to filah. This word. For prayer. And what is prayer? What is prayer? Prayer is conversation with God. It's the opening of our hearts, the removing of all other things out of the way because they don't matter. Think about this. When you are in the Al Ha Kadshi, this the holy mountain of God. And stop and think about this again, because what is he saying here? God's saying, I will, I myself will bring them there. Think, Stop and think about this. He does what seems impossible. So if we had to do it upon our own strength, we had to work it out according to our, our own intellect and intelligence, how many would make it? Virtually none. All he, all he desires is that we, we wrestle with this concept that God says, I can draw near. God says, if I, if I desire to bring an offering, then these are the things that sit before me and the mechanism that allows us to happen. And when we do that, what happens? He brings us into his house. It takes all the struggle and the striving out of it, doesn't it? It, it stops us from trying to wrestle with the, how am I spiritually good enough? Have I done enough? You know, am I worthy? That doesn't matter. None of that matters when you understand the facility of holiness, the mechanism of it. And that's why it's at the very beginning of this word. Let me just refresh your memory and just read this to you again. The end of the matter is in the nature of the beginning. The original idea, this idea of holiness, when God says, I desire you to be holy because I am holy, the original idea contains the result 
God Almighty, such a wonderful kiss of heaven, the seed of his word taking root in our hearts to, oh, well, the final result contains the initial notion. Let's look forward to unpacking this a little bit more when we come to our next podcast. I look, I, I'm just looking forward to discussing this more with you all. Baruch Hashem. Bless his holy name, Hakodesh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, blessed is he. He truly desires and loves us and has <laughs> uh, does, does so much to get our attention. If, if there's one thing that I'd love you to take away from this, just be in awe of everything that he's done to capture your attention to put before you the invitation that you can draw near. Baruch Hashem.